Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, it's a Wednesday night. Welcome to the big show, VSIN tonight. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, and uh, LeBron James is going to be joining us, we hope, in the <laughs> final hour tonight. New DraftKings colleague. What? Yes, uh, our our new colleague. He I'm should be on the show tonight. I'm serious. You don't think he's coming on the show? Might have to move him to tomorrow. Yeah, I figure he's getting paid enough. He can make an appearance on our show tonight, right? Anyway, uh, number two team in college basketball survives a serious scare on the road tonight. Purdue closed a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Has to go to overtime and is lucky to get to overtime. Purdue just, menaced, uh, just finished shooting some technical free throws. Luckily, you got a lot of points here because that would have been a brutal beat if you weren't getting uh, double digits. Purdue up 105 to 96 in the overtime with 1.7 seconds left. Looks like there was a technical foul called on Chris Collins Mm -hmm. at the very end of uh, OT here, and Purdue ends up winning by nine. I took the 14 and a half. I also took plus 750 for the game for a small bet, about 10% of what I bet on the side, and I also played over 141 and a half on a V. I put that up on the VSIM Pro page. Uh, today, West, these Northwestern guards show up for the big games. Boo Booey and these guards shot the lights out of Mackey Arena tonight and came up just a little bit short. 105-96 is the final in overtime. Yeah, split for me. I had Purdue first half and then uh, also had them full game. Uh, thought that they were maybe going to be able to pull away in the second half, and then Northwestern, you knew in the first minute of the second half that this was not going to happen. Uh uh, they they just shoot the ball really well, and uh, Purdue never really could pull away, but they do get the win. 105 to 96 is your final score. So, look, uh, Northwestern, if there is any doubt, uh, they're obviously a tournament team. Uh, uh, Ty Berry with 25, Boo Booey with 25, Zach Eady with 30 and 15 to lead Purdue. How about Braden Smith, 11 points and 16 assists tonight? But But that guy's not a Bob Cousy Award candidate? Come on now. He's one of the better young point guards in the country. 
He's one of the top ten point guards. Absolutely. Your Boo Booey is, too. Yeah. You watch him tonight? He Absolutely. put on a show tonight for the uh, Purple Cats. Uh, I don't really care a whole lot about those regular season awards, but, uh, yeah, I'd say Braden Smith and Boo Booey, two of the top ten point guards in the country. You saw them go head-to-head tonight in West Lafayette. All right, Wes, what else is on your betting radar tonight? Because we got a big college basketball card. Yeah, I've, I've taken a couple tough beats already, but I uh, got a few wins in there. So right now I'm uh, watching Indiana State and Belmont. Uh, uh, took Belmont plus the points. Indiana State, though, has taken the lead. Ten minutes left to go, 62-61. Sycamore's 18-3. They got a win in overtime over Bradley on Saturday, and then they get the rematch with Drake in the Holman Center down in uh, Terre Haute, Indiana, on, uh, sa- on uh, this Saturday. So... Kind of a sandwichy spot. They beat Belmont by like 30-plus in in the meeting uh, uh, in Terre Haute. So now going down to Nashville. And uh, uh, Belmont uh, had the lead for most of, of the game, though. But Indiana State has just taken the lead about 10 minutes ago. St. John's falls at Xavier, 88-77. to 77. Musketeers, two-point home favorites. A little bit of money in the market on uh, the Musketeers. And that was a look-ahead spot for St. John's. I thought about playing Xavier, didn't do it. And uh, regret that, but hey, sometimes you don't make bets. Yeah, and, uh, that was that was one I ended up playing, and I was I was very fortunate. I, I felt to uh, to get by with that because St. John's never would go away until the very end. Well, St. John's is a big look ahead spot. The Red Storm play UConn at the Garden on Saturday morning, and when we talked about this last night. You know, some of those players are going to be looking ahead to that uh, UConn game. Speaking of uh, the number one team in college basketball, number two survives a scare. Uh, UConn in action right now closed a 13-point home favorite against Providence, and the Friars lead 16-10 early on in that game. Yeah, I've got a little Providence plus 13. And it was just, you know, kind of handicapping both games through the result that we saw on Sunday. UConn almost had 100 points on Xavier, uh, beat them by 40-plus. So it's like, okay, who wants to bet a team off a 40-point loss? And Xavier ended up being the right side. And then UConn. Has Providence uh, tonight. Providence, of course, without Bryce Hopkins the rest of the year. But they kind of give UConn some problems. Uh, They've matched up very well with them. And I just thought, team coming off that big of a win might be a little sleepy. They get St. John's over the weekend. So Providence right now, 16-10, very early on, though, in stores. A lot of time left. Detroit Pistons threatening to win again tonight. Let's check in on the NBA. You know, I I couldn't understand why so many – Detroit fans were upset on Sunday because the Pistons won, right? Yeah, they've got six wins now, six and 40 on the season. Pistons won on Sunday. What's wrong with Detroit fans? Uh, The Lions lost, probably a bit of a bummer. I know, man. Uh, Eminem flipping everybody off in San Francisco. And got to be happy, though. Pistons got their sixth win, maybe getting their seventh tonight. They are up 111-110-450 left to go uh, tonight. Cade Cunningham is in the lineup. He's been battling some injuries, but uh, leading the Cavs, though, have off a couple impressive wins. Uh, Cavs 28 and 16, so Detroit, by the way, was getting 13 and a half on the close. How about the Clippers? I know our uh, friend Jonathan Von Tobel here of since touting the Clippers as the best team in the association, and Clippers taking care of business tonight on the road, nine and a half point favorites at Washington. 120 
to 91 with uh, five minutes to go in that game in D.C. Yeah, no Paul George tonight, by the way, for the uh, Clippers, but Kawhi with 31, James Harden with 25 points, Amir Coffey got the start tonight. He has 17. Uh, this, of course, uh, Russell Westbrook's return to D.C. Uh, I believe he has nine, so 120 to 96. Uh, Wizards are bad. Wizards are down. I mean, I know they've won three more games in the Pistons, but – they're not all that much better. Uh, throw the records out with those two teams. Not many finals yet in college hoops as we uh, tip off the show here tonight. Purdue wins in overtime. Xavier wins. Alabama, 85-76 winner at Georgia. Yeah. That's a comeback for the Crimson Tide. That's not good for me. I even bought it to seven. I even bought the six and a half to seven, and it wasn't enough. Alabama did not cover until the final possession. I know. Wins by nine. Laying six, six and a half, and uh, you got seven with the dog. That's a tough one if you bet the Bulldogs. Uh, speaking of Georgia, final Notre Dame, Virginia. Cavs laying 13. They win by 12, 65. And, and Virginia was actually up 15 and fouled a three point shooter with about 34 seconds left to go. They fouled Marcus Burton, the Indiana Mr. Basketball out of Penn High School. He hits all three foul shots. Virginia, it's 35 seconds left to go. They could take a shot, but they just took a shot clock violation, essentially, and uh, Notre Dame does get the cover. Vanderbilt-Auburn about to tip off right now, and uh, Tigers trying to get back on the right track, West They're laying 18.5, total of 143. Any play for you? Yeah, it's tough for me to do anything with Vanderbilt. I did lean there, but Auburn has lost two in a row, so... Nothing for me, nothing for me on that game. That Vanderbilt team, they did hang in for me on Saturday against Tennessee by the hook, but Vanderbilt team is really, really bad. All right, we got games later tonight in the Mountain West and the West Coast Conference. We'll talk about those. We've got a couple of great guests on the show, including Matt Grill of DraftKings coming up in uh, less than 10 minutes. Also, Bruce Marshall of Vegas Insider, CBS Sportsline. Bruce is going to be on to talk college hoops and a little NFL with us in hour number two tonight. So Grill and Marshall are the guests. And Wes, let's check in now that we've taken care of all the college hoops and NBA updates. The Super Bowl numbers have not moved at all since we were here last night. At DraftKings, 49ers minus two, total of 47. Here at Circa, number is two, total is 47 and a half. And I don't think we're going to see much movement at all till some point next week. No, I, I don't either. Uh, and like some spot will move it a half, some spot will move it the other way a half or whatnot. And, and, and a lot of these bookmakers probably just going to test the waters too to see, okay, if I go to this number, if I go to two and a half, how much Chiefs resistance am I going to get? Or if I take 49ers down to like one and a half or one, how much resistance am I going to get the other way? So this is this first week is just kind of about shaping the market before the bulk of the action comes in next week. Yeah, it was reported yesterday, the uh, Caesars Sportsbook, the Las Vegas Review-Journal reported it. Caesars Sportsbook took a $1 million money line bet on the Niners at minus 120. I've seen Jimmy Vaccaro and the guys at the South Point posting tickets of uh, five-figure bets on the 49ers. It seems like all the bigger bets coming in earlier on the 49ers. Yeah, I, I think so. Short favorite money line. Uh, the early action, of course, Sunday was on the Chiefs. And look, recency, and, and that's not to say that you're, if you're betting the Chiefs, it's recency bias. If you like the Chiefs, there's plenty of reasons to like them. There's plenty of reasons to like the other side as well. But based on what we saw in the two championship games, you could kind of anticipate that the at least the first move was going to be on the Chiefs. I felt they were much more impressive than the 49ers. Obviously, there's a team that's won twice now on the road, and you got a 49ers team that hasn't covered as a home favorite in their two playoff games. So no surprise to see the Chiefs at least get the early action. But we knew that there was, there was going to be 
buyback on the other side. I don't think with a line this short, there's a, a clear pro side or a clear Joe side, right. whatever you want to say. There's going to be people of all of all uh, stripes in terms of betting acumen that are going to be on both sides of this game. Couldn't agree more with that. A year ago at this time, you were one of the most, uh, I would say, uh, outspoken or you had a strong opinion, very strong opinion on uh, the Chiefs with Mahomes as an underdog against the Eagles. Do you feel as strongly about the Chiefs this time around? I want to. I'm going to guess probably not. I don't this time around. I, I have. I have not bet this game as of yet. But my lean would be 49ers uh, on the money line. I just think you have a team that has been tested the last two weeks, and they've been favorite in every single game this season. You got the Chiefs off two underdog wins. People are going to want to bet Patrick Mahomes, and 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 why not? I mean, you're best quarterback in the league, but. I think the 49ers may maybe got something for these guys. And I think that they're going to have a much better game plan, clearly, than Baltimore did last week. They're going to run the ball. You know, they're going to let, okay, you want to be a run funnel defense, and that's what we're going to do and see if we can open up some shots down the field for uh, young Brock Purdy. Yeah, the Ravens certainly found uh, ways to lose that game to the uh, Chiefs anyway. Plenty of football betting talk on the show tonight. Mac Grow of DraftKings is going to join us next. We're going to talk mostly golf because Pebble Beach – is uh, the next stop on the PGA Tour, and that's tomorrow. So stick around here for Mac Rowe of DraftKings on VSIN tonight. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put the VSIN experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up on an annual subscription. You get your first year for only $199. Use promo code tonight. Promo code tonight. And you get your first year of vSIM Pro Access for $199, vSIM.com slash subscribe. All right, Matt Grill, trading manager at DraftKings, joins us now from uh, DK headquarters on the southwest side of Vegas. And uh, Grill, it's been 
uh, kind of chaos in college basketball here uh, the last couple days, and I guess that's the norm actually for the season with a lot of top 10 teams being upset. But yesterday, Tennessee and North Carolina both went down to unranked teams. Purdue survived a scare in overtime tonight. UConn's in a tight game early, number one and number two tonight. Uh, what's the basketball betting action like at uh, DraftKings on uh, some of those teams? Any, any movements you've seen on the futures board? Yeah, hey guys, like you mentioned, college hoops eating up here, especially this last couple of weeks. Uh, finally starting to get some uh, some really nice upsets here, kind of coming out of blue. Uh, you mentioned uh, Georgia Tech taking down UNC yesterday, Matt. Uh, Tennessee going down here, and, uh, Purdue surviving a scare. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, uh, the one for SVP bad beats. If you had Northwestern second half money line, they lost the second half an OT by a point after they got a double technical at the end on the coach on Chris Collins, and they shot four three throws with basically no time on the clock. So, talked them up to bad beats for SVP. So, kind of dispose of that one and move on if you had something like that. But uh, yeah, guys, uh, you know a lot of parity this year. Uh, I think this is a pretty common discussion this year. I think this tournament's going to be wide open. You look at our our futures board, and you know a lot of teams there about under forty to one or so. Uh, with you know we still Purdue as the favorite is only plus eight fifty. So I think we're the best price out in the market just because. Uh, you know, a performance like tonight, we're still not sold on Purdue over here, guys. Uh, they, they exit in the first round of the tournament last year. You know, maybe they pull off of Virginia and go from first round exit to champion. We'll see. It's going to be a lot of storylines. are going to be interesting come tournament time. And, uh, you know, we're getting, as we inch closer to the tournament, uh, Wes, uh, we're actually going to have up some uh, yes, no teams to make the tournament this year for some bubble teams, try to do some more markets. Uh, they're going to be fun leading up to the tournament as far as seeding, uh, as far as uh, over under um, uh, seed numbers or, you know, who are going to be the number one seed. So a lot of stuff, fun stuff here on the horizon for DK for the uh, March Madness coming up soon. Yeah, I, I'm glad, by the way, that uh, Grill did not mention uh, the other SVP bad beat candidate tonight that I was on. That would be uh, University of Georgia against uh, – Alabama oh. uh, even bought the seven uh, grill and still couldn't get there. But uh, that's college basketball betting, man. We're going to get a lot of those over the next uh, month and a half or so. Uh, once we get through this uh, football game we have here in a couple weeks. Yeah, that yeah was... of course, guys. Super Bowl coming up, guys. And, uh, you know, we're going to have more just to kind of touch on that real quick. We're, of course, going to have more props than ever. Uh, you know, th literally thousands of, of different ways to bet the game. Uh, props, you know, ranging anywhere from from the coin tosses. We know it's been popular popular for a couple of years. We're going to have the Gatorade color in a couple of different states. Uh, so just kind of look around. Uh, this, whatever jurisdiction you're in, it's going to be a little bit of a different menu depending on what's approved in that state, wherever you look. But, uh, you know, it's just going to be an endless menu of props for the Super Bowl. And it's, uh, you know, a rematch from four years ago, years ago guys uh can't wait you know uh we're definitely gonna be rooting in the 49ers we've already got some big money coming in on on the chiefs thus far and just expected to build more and more until kickoff here in a couple weeks that's interesting we were talking about the bigger bets in vegas are coming in on the 49ers here the last couple of days and the DraftKings are taking a lot of money on the chiefs all right uh matt we got seven minutes here to talk about golf so let's do it pebble beach one of our favorite stops on the pga tour and it looks like there's going to be some inclement weather on the uh, Northern California coast for this, How's, how does that affect you, the way you handicap or maybe look at this tournament the next few days? Yeah, it's tough, guys. You know, it, you do all this work and just look at the players is hard enough and the different courses and then to throw in an unpredictable measure like the like the wind and the rain, it just makes it all the tougher to, to, to handicap, like you said, Matt. And it looks like it's going to be kind of saving the worst of it till Sunday. So I tell you what, this could really bring a lot of the guys who are back of the pack or teeing off early 
on Sunday back into play. So we're just going to have to keep a, a close eye on the weather there. Of course, the other variable this week, guys, is uh, it's, it's no longer a three-course rotation, down to two. They've gotten rid of the Monterey golf course. This is just on a spyglass and, and the classic Pebble Beach course. So going to be playing three rounds of Pebble, no-cut event here as one of the elevated events. And uh, I'll tell you what, guys, I, I was uh, I had a, the last couple of weeks I had a hard time getting guys onto my card. This week I had a hard time getting guys off the card. I wanted to play everybody. You know, when you have these elevated events, you see numbers on guys that are going to be a lot juicier, a lot uh, more inflated than it would normally be on a normal week. So a lot of good-looking uh, numbers this week, guys. And uh, first look at, uh, probably no surprise here, a real uh, popular pick, uh, Max Homa in the state of California. Uh, putting down these, these POA greens where he's had success in the past. He's also uh, one of the better wind and rain players, so look his way perhaps. And the, the price has been shortening up a little bit this week. I believe we're down to 16 to 1 right now. Although I'm a little bit surprised. We're actually a small winner in him as it stands right now. So Max Homa, one of the favorites this week at Pebble. Yeah, Matt, and I was uh, wanting to ask you about how the board's being bet this week. Obviously, uh, smaller field, signature event, only 80 players uh, this week as opposed to the usual 156 at Pebble Beach with the three-course rota. But you look at the top of the board, and it seems like, you know, you're going to get a chalkier player. You're going to get a bigger-name player to kind of stop these run of long shots that we've had here in 2024. But the guys right at the top of the board, Scotty Scheffler's never played here. Rory McIlroy's played here once in the last, like, 10 years. Xander Schauffele's only played here once in this event. So are betters gravitating toward those guys or maybe taking a pass on those guys and going a little bit down the board to the homas and the speeps and the cantlays yeah like you mentioned Wes, a couple a couple big names are back for the first time in a long time or for the first time um playing um at all and uh you know one notable absentee though from the prom event no bill murray i don't know if you guys saw that he's, <laughs> he's not playing this he's not in this week so don't know what happened there but uh and in fact the prom is just gonna be on thursday friday so kind of, i think a lot of players glad to not have to play those longer rounds on the weekend um but yeah Wes, you mentioned where the money's been going in the tournament uh another guy with a lot of success here has won here no surprise jordan spieth he's one of our biggest liabilities this week currently sitting at 16 to 1 and yeah not much interest actually in scotty or rory even at these little bit of higher numbers than you normally see at 9 and 10 to 1. Uh, not much interest on them. Xander as well, not much interest on him. Uh, guys like Hovland, uh, I mentioned Max Homa, Patrick Cantley, about break even on those guys. Um, and then uh, another liability, another guy I, I like this week, fellas, is uh, didn't think I'd be saying this time anytime soon, Matt, is uh, Justin Thomas. Uh, currently sitting 20 to 1. We're a loser on him. He, he, he flashed good form back at the Hero in December. Uh, had a good showing at the Amex here. Uh, I think a third place a couple weeks back. So I think he's rounded back into form with his uh, round the green prowess, his approach prowess here. Uh, you know, the, the concern with him is always a little bit the putter. So if, if he can uh, have success in those other areas, I think he's going to uh, contend here. I think he's going to win again soon. He's back into form. Um, so, yeah, JT, another uh, liability this week, guys. Yeah, I like what you're saying about JT. And, um, uh... I was talking about that last week as well. Spieth is a guy that I bet in this tournament. You know, I don't like Patrick Cantley, but I bet him too. <laughs> Wes, I think you're on both of those guys, mm -hmm. right? Spieth and Cantley. And I did, like you, Grill, I had a hard time because there's so many players I like in this tournament this week, and the odds are drifting up on some of those guys. So I bet some long shots. Which longer shots did you play this week? 
Yeah, I'll tell you the rest of my card, guys. Uh, I really had a, a had a tough time deciding between Thomas Fleetwood and, and Matthew Fitzpatrick about the same odds. I am going with Fleetwood with his kind of trajectory lately, winning in Dubai. He's, he's been top 10 in so many tournaments lately, so maybe he can break through, finally get that first win on tour. This would be the place to do it. Uh, Russell Henley with his approach play at these really small greens, the smallest greens on tour all year, so you know, got to have that good approach play. Uh, then my longer shots, guys, I went with Nick Taylor, former winner here. He's had a really strong year, and uh, Christian Bazadenhu, the guy who was second behind Nick Dunlap a couple weeks ago. Guy I've met a, a million times seemingly, so I was really afraid he was going to miss him that week, so I'm getting back on him again this week. Um, so yeah, that's my six-pack guys, and again, I could have I could have taken like six more guys mad and just kind of, you know, uh, didn't want to do it with, uh, uh, you know, the, the weather coming in, so maybe I got like a tiny room left to add, add a guy live, but that's where I'm rolling with this week. And yeah, Jordan Spieth, had to leave him off, considered him in my one and done, ended up going with Max Homer there, there too, doubling up on him. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jordan Spieth contender this week. Uh, he's got a sterling record at Pebble. Yeah, same thing with me, and, and uh, Matt actually mentioned a couple guys I played placement markets on, Nick Taylor, Christian Bezadenhut, uh, a lot of those guys that have been playing well, you can play and get some pretty good top 20, top 30, top 40 prices even at DraftKings. So uh, uh, that's a way if you want to kind of narrow them down and can't necessarily play everybody. But uh, uh, rest of my card, uh, Jason Day, uh, Adam Scott, Bo Hosler also played mm -hmm. Spieth and Cantlay, uh, as you mentioned, and also Wyndham Clark, uh, who hasn't really shown since that U.S. Open, but uh, on the Poa Greens maybe could show this week. Matt Grill, DraftKings, we've had four long shot winners so far. How, be honest, how great has it been on the bookmaking side to scoop all this money on the futures board? Yeah, no doubt, guys. It's been good on our end. You know, not many people with tickets on these guys here the first couple of weeks. You know, Matthew Pavon, um, who had him, you know, go back, Nick Dunlap, who had that guy? So um, I think, though, you know, we, we said this last couple weeks, but I think it's going to start uh, gearing back toward the favorites, especially in a field like this this week. There's just so much firepower, so many star players playing. You know, even if a guy, you know, like you just mentioned, guys, Wyndham Clark, he's like 80 to 1 this week, you know, U.S. Open champion. So, uh, you know, I think a bigger name is going to win this thing. And, yeah, Wes, your entire card, you just mentioned, like, all my scratch-offs, too. So I'm just <laughs> I'm either going to be real happy or, uh, you know, sweating out a guy who I left barely off the card this week. I think we'll see what right. happens. Yep, I think you're right about an elite player winning this week. We'll see how it plays out. Matt Grill, DraftKings, always appreciate the time. Thanks, fellas. Have a good one. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you've not done it already, check out the new vcin.com. If you look at the front page today, you're going to see a headline on the left side that says, The field is set for the second annual Circa College Hoops Challenge. It is set. We talked about it last night on the show, and we're going to tip it off Friday night, the college basketball betting contest here on vcin tonight. Check out the new vcin.com today. Wes, I got a call today from uh, Wayne Krivsky, former Cincinnati Reds GM, longtime MLB executive. Mm -hmm. He said, what's going on with this vSIN app? I can't figure out what's what's happening here. Go he to vSIN.com slash fact, Wayne, if you're listening. <laughs> that is, explains it all to you. What is it? One more time? vSIN.com slash fact, F-A-Q. Yeah, I, t I said uh, go to vSIN.com and mess around a little bit. You can uh, live stream the shows. You can find replays and everything. Uh Check out the website, and I said, if you can't, if you still have questions, 
Just pick up the phone and call Bill 80, and he will answer everything for you. We will flash his uh, his personal number at the bottom of the screen here uh, for or you. Or I can just text it to Wayne, and he can call Bill. Yes. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of questions about the app. So the app is no longer. It's history. You go to vcin.com, and that's where you're going to watch all of our shows. Plenty of places you can watch the shows or listen to the shows across the country. But you can't go to the app now. You have to go to the website, vcin.com. Uh, dot com. All right, Wes. Some thought that this would be the night Missouri wins a game in the SEC. Not so fast. What about this halftime score? Arkansas 47, Missouri 28, and Missouri closed a six-point home favorite tonight. What the hell is happening with Missouri? Yeah, these were two teams I kind of for, for went tonight. I gave up on. Uh, Missouri, by the way, still winless in the SEC, wow. as, as bad as it's been for Arkansas. A lot of injuries and just haven't gotten on the same page so far this year, but they're on the same page tonight. They are absolutely obliterating the Tigers, 47-28. to 28, So I'm looking at uh, Eric Musselman's team is 1-6 in the SEC. Yes. It's a complete mess, and uh, the Hogs are going on the road tonight, and they're just blowing out Missouri. Yeah, Missouri, Missouri, Missouri's been bad, uh, and they've had some tough luck. But this isn't tough luck tonight. This is just taking a butt whipping. Uh, they are minus seven for the second half. Total is uh, seventy-seven. Also in the SEC, Kentucky and Florida in a tight game with about eight minutes to go. The uh, Cats were bet up to minus seven and a half. Bet up about a point, point and a half in the market. Up two now with eight minutes to go. Yeah, there were some eights out there as well. I'm on the wrong. I'm on the wrong side of the number. Hopefully, I'm not, I'm on the right side of the results. Uh, you know, you try to get the best of it, but sometimes you got to win with the worst of it, and that's what I'm hoping for with the Gators uh, tonight. Seventy to sixty-eight, though. Eight ten left to go. This Gator team only lost by two to the Cats uh, down there in uh, Gainesville a couple weeks ago, but. Uh, uh, getting uh, eight tonight at the close. Now they're getting four and a half at DraftKings. Eight ten left to go. Total one seventy eight and a half. That is a big number in a college basketball game. Uh, but I don't know. Even with forty points in eight minutes, these two teams I think can do it though. Auburn's all over Vandy early in the game, up ten, and uh, this seems like the night that uh, Auburn's going to let out some frustrations and blow out an opponent, get back on the winning track. Uh, I know two guys who are frustrated here at VSEN tonight, and they took the points with Georgia. Alabama ends up an 85-76 winner on the road. What happened at the end of this game tonight to lead to the the tied winning by nine? Yeah, they they were up double digits uh, uh, with uh, with several minutes left to go. Uh, Georgia, who I had, I think they were they were up 14 at the half, and then. You know, just just find a way to to give it up. It was 59-47, 10 minutes left to go. So you're thinking, okay, you're taking seven. You're probably good. You may not hold on to win the game, but Alabama goes on a on a big run, and uh, uh, the big man Grant Nelson hit a couple late threes that really put it away. Alabama never was ahead of the number until they got fouled at the end. Uh, how about this for a final 10 minutes? 38 to 17 for Alabama. You lost that bet by, what, two points? Yeah, I had plus seven, actually, with uh, Georgia on the bye and does not get there. I, I And I considered buying, I considered second half, and I'm like, I think I might have a winner, so I don't want to, you know, because that's always that question, you know, when you, you think you've got the best of it, do you want a middle or do you want to play that second half? Sometimes I will, but I didn't this time, and it bit me. Well, you know, I'm going to talk about uh, the number one and number two teams in college basketball here. Purdue escapes tonight, 105-96 in overtime against Northwestern. 
Wes, I bet that game over the total of 141.5. The number actually dropped about a point after I bet it. The total dropped to like 140.5. It didn't matter. The over was the right play the whole way. Now, at halftime, there were 86 points. The teams were shooting the lights out. I I thought, maybe I should play the second half under. Mm -hmm. I said, nah, I'm not going to stay away from the second half under because I got a winner. I've already got a winner on the game total, so I'm not going to do it. Well, the teams... We're not scoring at a very uh, fast pace there in the uh, second half, but the game ends up going to overtime and flies over the total. And what happened at the end with Chris Collins taking the double tech, the coach for the Purple Cats, Purdue gets four free throws and covers the second half number. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, Northwestern, and, and and look, they were gunning threes, to be fair. It wasn't like they were driving in the basket every time, but only 14, six of eight. Yeah, sorry, 14 for 27 from three. That's almost a carbon copy of what the Purple Cats did against Purdue and Evanston. They shot the lights out from three, but go ahead and talk about the free throw. Yeah, and Northwestern was called for 30 fouls tonight. I believe they had three foul out, and Purdue only 15. Northwestern from the line, six of eight. Purdue 29 of 46 from the line tonight. Uh, Zach Eady, by the way, and look, Zach Eady's going to get fouled all the time. 11 of 14 from the floor, but only 8 of 17. Uh, he looked line. like Shaq shooting free throws tonight. He was terrible from the free throw line, but he did finish with 30 and 15. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, 26, by the way, for Lance Jones. He hit five threes. Uh, Mason Gillis with 14. Lawyer with 15. Braden Smith, 11 points and 16 assists. And uh, uh, the Purple Cats come up short, but – Bowie and Ty Berry were outstanding yeah. in this game for Northwestern. This is a tournament team. This is yeah. absolutely a tournament team for uh, Northwestern. And, look, they were leading very late in the game. I was like, hell, this might be better than a tournament team. They yeah. might want to win the damn conference uh, uh, here in the Big Ten. But uh, uh, Northwestern uh, does fall to defeat, so they settle for a split. I believe they're fourth now. Number one, technically, with the percentage record is Wisconsin. They're eight and one. Purdue nine and two. Illinois seven and three. Then Northwestern six and four. And then a whole muck of teams at five and five, four and five, four and six. Uh, so uh, we're watching uh, two teams that are near the bottom right now. They're turn, trying to turn their season around, and that is uh, Penn State and Rutgers. About what you would expect from Penn State and Rutgers. A very low scoring game, twenty six to twenty four. At the half, uh, we'll get you a halftime line here momentarily. I believe that total was like 145 and a half and just 50 points scored in the first half, so 74 if you want the second half over. Uh, UConn trailing for most of the first half tonight. Number one team in the country, and it looks like uh, going to the half, UConn has uh, taken the lead in the final minute, 29 to 28. But again, uh, Purdue was a 14 and a half point favorite. That number was bet up. I thought the number was too high. Uh, I did not touch this UConn game. And UConn closed a 13-point favorite. Looks like it was going to lead by uh, one going into the half. Yeah, I have a little Providence plus 13. I may play UConn second half. The big man, Klingon, got two early fouls uh, uh, for the Huskies. Uh, Providence, you know, you're kind of wondering how Kim English's team was going to be because they had the big Ed Cooley Bowl this weekend uh, where Ed Cooley returned to Providence uh, as the Georgetown coach. Providence got the win. Georgetown got the cover. So you kind of wondered. But I thought that this was a little bit of a tricky spot for for, for UConn tonight. And, look, you're always going to be priced to the moon and taxed a little bit when you beat a team and a, and a solid team in Xavier. Not great, but but solid for sure and absolutely take them apart and beat them by 43. So that gets priced in the number the next game. I thought it was a point or two too high uh, for UConn. By the way, he's won eight in a row. They will get uh, St. John's in the Garden on Saturday. 
That's going to be a big game Saturday in the Garden. I thought St. John's would be looking ahead to that one tonight, which is uh, why I really considered playing Xavier. Didn't pull the trigger on the Musketeers, and they got the win uh, tonight. We got a couple of uh, college hoops games starting on the West Coast. Talk about one that's coming up in less than an hour. Boise State at New Mexico. And West the Lobos up to 11-point favorites at the pit. Yeah, that's that was nine and a half was the opener. That surprises me that that is when uh, – because I was considering betting Boise State, and then I saw that that number going the other way. I was like, oh, man, am I, on, am I on the wrong side here? Because I would think schematically – then again, I thought Nevada was going to match up a little bit better schematically, and they certainly did not. Uh, they got absolutely ran out of the pit on uh, Sunday night. But Boise State is one of those teams that could kind of slow it up a little bit. Uh, they play pretty good defense. I thought Nevada's bigger guards were going to be like a little bit bully ball against New Mexico, but they couldn't do it. New Mexico's got quick guards, but small guards. Boise State also has uh, big guards as well, but nothing for me as of now. Nevada was never in that game. Did not have a, did not have a player score in double digits in that blowout. 34-point loss at the pit Sunday night. That's basically why I stayed away from Boise here. I was thinking about playing Boise plus 11. I said, well, I just watched uh, New Mexico annihilate uh, Nevada, so I'll probably uh, stay away from this game in Albuquerque tonight. But we got two late college hoops games on the schedule. The Seattle Seahawks have hired a head coach. We'll talk about that big move in the NFL when we come back here in a couple minutes. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the DK Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. Again, promo code VSEN. Talked a little bit about Super Bowl betting at the top of the show tonight, Wes, but uh, 
I think the big story in the NFL today is the Seahawks hire a coach, and the Ravens are not in the Super Bowl. Defensive coordinator Mike McDonald lands the Seahawks job, and uh, Mike McDonald, 36 years old, now the NFL's youngest head coach. You like this hire? I think it's a solid hire. Uh, look, it was only a matter of time before he was going to get a head coaching job uh, somewhere, but Seattle, a little bit out of, not totally out of left field, but a little bit out of left field because it seemed like they were going to look for offense. Uh, now, they did lose their offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, uh, uh, who I believe is now in Chicago, but yeah. Oh, they're, they're not going to miss him. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think so either. So uh, uh, Mike McDonald, you knew that he was going to get a head coaching job. He did a solid job. Uh, and and I thought he he held up his end, at least uh, on the coordinator side in that AFC championship game, even though the Chiefs pretty darn conservative with their play calling in the second half because Baltimore's offensive game plan was so bad. But look, I think McDonald is a solid hire. Seattle, of course, uh, Pete Carroll's always was a defensive guy. So it's usually like when you go defense, then you got to go the other way and, and vice versa. But Seattle elects to go with defense. John Schneider hadn't had an opportunity to hire a head coach in a long time, so he goes with uh, McDonald. And uh, now the one empty spot is the Washington Commanders. Yeah, Ben Johnson, the Lions offensive coordinator, interviewed in Seattle. We thought he was going to be the Commanders head coach. A lot of people did. Uh, he's going to stay in Detroit. So two head coaching vacancies remained. Now it's down to one, and that's in Washington. You know what's interesting? Pete Carroll is twice as old as Mike McDonald. Right. Carroll's 72, McDonald 36. Uh, Seahawks definitely going younger here. But the uh, the Ravens defense under Mike McDonald last season, number one in scoring, number one in sacks, number one in takeaways. And he's got a reputation for being a, a, a very good communicator with the players and just a one of the sharpest young minds, kind of a – Sean Mc, defensive version of Sean McVay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna say. Is that do you think that's a no? Good I, I think that's a very fair assessment. I kind of like to hire by the Seahawks, and um, we'll see who the Washington Commanders go with. If you had to guess, who do you think it's going to be? Oh, gosh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I thought Washington had a plan here. Uh, yeah, and you apparently would think. there was not much of a plan because you wait for uh, seven other vacancies to get filled, and you're sitting there. You know, this game of musical chairs. Did you not want any of these guys who were hired by other teams? You didn't want Bill Belichick? You don't want Mike Vrabel? You would think uh, that – don't want team, Eric Bieniemy, your team, offensive coordinator? Right. You would think a team with new ownership who has already hired the GM uh, who was on the right. 49ers staff, uh, that they would have uh, absolutely had a plan. Uh, they were off eyeing, like, I think, offensive-minded coach like Ben Johnson or Bobby Slowick. Now both of those guys are going to stay in their offensive coordinator positions at Detroit and uh, and uh, Houston, respectively. So if you look at candidates that they have interviewed, they did interview Aaron Glenn, the Lions defensive coordinator. They did interview Dan Quinn, the Cowboys defensive coordinator, and also uh, Ravens defensive line coach Anthony Weaver. Eric Bieniemy has interviewed as an in-house candidate, but I don't know where they're going because clearly they're not interested in Bill Belichick. And apparently they're not interested in Mike Vrabel. Uh, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that either. Uh, you know, so almost we'll like see Dan who they S- have in mind. Almost like Dan Snyder's still in charge. Boy, it feels that way because it feels. <clears throat> you know, you would think this ownership is a lot more competent uh, with Josh Harris, who's the uh, Sixers' primary owner, and also Magic Johnson. So you would have thought that they would have had something going on because I have always, you know, always said 
If Bienemy was a guy, they would have hired him oh. just immediately, like probably a week after the season, but they have not elected to do so. Let's look at the coaching hires to this point. Dave Canales goes to the Carolina Panthers, and that's the least attractive job that was open. Would you agree, the Carolina yes. Panthers job? Certainly. Antonio Pierce to the Raiders, Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers, Brian Callahan to the Titans, and Callahan was the Bengals offensive coordinator, Gerard Mayo to the Patriots, Raheem Morris to the Falcons, Mike McDonald to the Seahawks. If I said which hire do you like best, are you going to say Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers? That's the obvious one, but uh, but I, I want to go with like the new coaches, okay? Because you've had... All right, let's throw Harbaugh out. Which yeah. of the other six hires do you like the best? Uh, I would probably say McDonald or Callahan. Okay. Uh, Callahan, the Bengals offensive coordinator. Now they need to determine what they're going to do at quarterback at Tennessee uh, if if they believe in Will Levis. If he's going to be your guy or if they're going to draft another guy, clearly Ryan Tannehill, free agent, he's out of town and uh, going to sign with somebody else probably as a as a backup Actually, or I'll a stopgap. I'll tell you exactly what I think Brian Callahan should do is take Jake Brown and with him from Cincinnati to right. Tennessee. I do. Right. Yeah. I, look, I, I don't. I, I don't, don't think, think Will Levis is a guy. I don't think Levis or uh, Malik Willis are better than Jake Browning. So. That would be certainly one uh, I would look at. Uh, you know, and some of these guys that have never been head coaches, look, we don't know how Gerard Mayo is going to be. Obviously, he was in-house and on the staff and was a great player and leader when he was playing for Coach Belichick. So he could end up being good. I thought AP Antonio Pierce did a nice job here in the second half of the season. But now, how is it going to be when you're the guy? And that's my question. And and I knew that he had done enough to get the job and the, and the players were advocating for him. So it made it very difficult for Mark Davis to, you know, say, okay, I want, because I think Mark Davis deep down wanted to make that splashy hire, right? I think he wanted a hardball. I do too. Or there were serious uh, talks behind the scenes and maybe he would gr- bring jo- John Gruden back. Yeah, he wanted, he wanted a big name. There was no question about that. You know, but... there were talks too that Gruden was going to go to the Saints. As a uh, as a uh, consultant, either offensive coordinator or uh, head coach. Because obviously he goes Dennis back, Allen. he goes back with Dennis Allen right. uh, certainly. But uh, yeah, I, I, Harbaugh is the obvious one because he's had success obviously in the NFL as a head coach. Raheem Morris gets another shot, but and 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 look, he he's been well, he's done very well as a coordinator, especially a defensive coordinator out for the Rams. But yeah, Brandon Staley did a nice job yeah. as defensive coordinator for the Rams too. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 that one, that one came out of left field a little bit for me. I have a hard time. Uh, I have a hard time with that one. Rationalizing, you hired Raheem Morris when you could have had Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't get there on the Raheem Morris hire. But it is a, it is a Mike, Mike McDonald, uh, the uh, new head coach of I don't Seattle. I like the Mike McDonald hire. He will be uh, taking it to the streets in Seattle. Da-da-da. You want to sing a little bit more, Mike McDonald? Tonight? Oh man, I don't know if I got—I don't know if I got that tonight. Okay, you sick like Mike Palm? <laughs> uh, my my voice is feeling a little, a little bit weak, though. You're a vocal powerhouse. It's hard to tell. All right, so here's a hire today in the NFL that I was scratching my head over, and the Packers are going to be a hot team with the betting public in 2024. But man, I don't like this defensive coordinator hire today. Uh, Joe Barry was fired as DC. That was not a big surprise because uh, Barry and the Packers' defense had its problem had the problems in 2023. The Packers hired 
Boston College head coach Jeff Halfley is a new defensive coordinator. Halfley had a losing record with the Eagles. He has not coached in the NFL, as far as I can tell, looking at his resume. When I saw this today, what I said, what makes you think that Halfley's going to step in and be a great NFL defensive coordinator in his first year after never having coached in the league? I'm actually going to disagree with you a you little like bit. This hire. I like this hire very much. Uh, I think this is an absolute improvement over Joe Brady. And I know it's the college level and not Joe the NFL. Le- or Joe Barry, rather. Yeah. Uh, I know it's not the, you know, the, the, the NFL level, but he was a really good defensive coordinator at Ohio State. That's college. And, 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 didn't, and didn't get as, as much credit as he deserved. I, I, think that, I think that this is going to turn out to be a very good hire for Green Bay. And to me, stock up on Green Bay. And I think this was a team we both kind of like. Now, I think everybody else in the world is probably going to like him too because we know that that quarterback's developing in Jordan Love. We know that they got some talent around him. Need a little bit work on the defense, uh, shore up the depth on the offensive line. But I think this Green Bay team is definitely one to watch here in the offseason and going into next season. Actually, Halfley has a little bit of experience. I'm looking here. Uh, he did. He was defensive backs coach for a few years in mm-hmm. the NFL. Never been a defensive coordinator. I think it's a big leap of faith to hire a guy as a D.C. who's never been a D.C. in the NFL. But, yeah, they had to move on from Joe Barry. Interesting hire today by the Packers. And I still think the Packers are probably, you know, we were really high on Green Bay last summer. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling that the Packers are going to be overrated in the betting market. Going yeah, yeah this, win, this win total is going to be pretty darn high, I think, on this. All right, we'll break hour number two. Bruce Marshall attended the first Super Bowl. What was it like? We're now at Super Bowl 58, and Bruce is still handicapping college hoops. He'll be on with us next. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. 